0: Welcome to The Coaches Show. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. We're here today talking about the WCTV Game of the Week. That's tonight. We're here with head coach from Independence High School, Scott Stidham, head coach from Summit High School, Brian Coleman. We're talking about the border battle big game in WCS this week. Thanks for being here, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. Yes, sir. Thank you, Coach. So tonight's game, again, we mentioned it's the border battle, big rivalry, independent summit. Uh, It's also a region game, which makes it extra important as well. We'll start with the veteran, Coach Coleman here. Uh, (laughs) No reason to have to give the old win-one for the Gipper speech tonight, huh?
1: I surely hope not. I mean, you know, you go through practice, you talk about players that they're playing against, they know every one of them. So, uh, yeah, it shouldn't be. The motivation factor should be there tonight for sure. Same on your side, Coach Stedham.
2: Oh, without a doubt. Uh, it didn't take me long when I got hired uh, last December to to learn really quick that this is a big football game for us. Our kids are excited to play tonight.
0: Let me ask you this, uh, Coach Stedham. Since this is your first time being on the coaches' show with the matchup coming up, uh, how have you enjoyed your time so far in WCS?
2: Oh, it's been great. With uh. It's, it starts in the administration at the top down. Uh, Williamson County Schools is outstanding. And uh, here at Independence, it, it keeps going. You know, we're working with great people and uh, all the resources and this, this show, all the things out there, they're not everywhere.
0: So uh, we talk to our kids a lot to understand how special it is to play here. Well, I always uh, mention the coaches and mention the people in the area. Uh, You know, these things can maybe seem like an inconvenience sometimes for the coaches. I know you guys are getting ready for the game, uh, for your players. We do those media days and those things like that. But uh, hopefully everybody understands it's about promoting your schools, promoting your teams. And again, appreciate you guys being a part of it today. Coach Collin, let me ask you this. In a game like this, and I know all the WCS games sort of feel like this. This was a little extra special being the border battle. But do you have to tell your team before the game to maybe dial that emotion back just a little bit until the game starts? Oh yeah, during the week you
1: definitely do. You don't want them to get too hyped up on a on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh yeah, you have to dial it back. Uh you know, concentrate in practice, do those things right and then and then Friday night cut it loose. There's no sense in getting uh, getting too emotional on a Thursday practice or anything like that just to to totally use that emotion up, uh just try to pin it up and and let it go
0: on Friday. <clears throat> Coach Stedham, uh, your first game uh, as a coach at Independence in this border battle, have you sensed throughout the week that it's a little bit different than maybe some of the other games? You mentioned when you got there, you found that out. But how's this week gone?
2: Uh, yeah, our students, our whole uh, student body, our faculty, everybody's excited about it. And, uh, and so, yeah, we we know what we're in for. And uh, like you said, though, every. Every game in, in this region, you better show up and play, and our kids are excited, and the environments are really special. So this one's going to be a little different level, but uh, like Coach Coleman said, you know, we need our kids just to, to uh, show up and be
0: ready to play at 7 o'clock and not before then. This game has been played uh, since 2013. It hadn't always been a, a district or region game. Independence leads that overall Series 5-4 summit, has won the last three games, last year's game, 48-28 at Summit. Coach Coleman, four and four in the series. You've coached all but one game uh, in these matchups. Coach Stidham, obviously your first game, as we had mentioned. Coach Coleman, there have been some streaks in this series. When you first got started, uh, you guys lost the first three, but now you're on that three-game winning streak. So this one's kind of been streaky.
1: It has. It has, and yeah, And. We were trying to get our program first started, and that, I believe that's when Independence was on a roll and, and making appearances in the state championship game and stuff like that. And then the last few years, we got on a little a little a streak, uh, but they were always, with the exception of last year, man, I think, was it two years ago? That game was, I think we played it week one. It was one of the most exciting games of the whole year. Uh, a lot of people had said, uh, even starting off week one, I mean, it was back-and-forth game. and. And uh, such an exciting game to start the year off with. So this one's going to be no different. I hope. I hope. Uh, I hope our kids compete. I hope our kids can, uh, you know, you know, live up to our end of the deal to this year.
0: Yeah, Coach Coleman, that game you mentioned uh, was a shootout, forty to thirty-four. Yeah. And that was yeah. that was you were right. One of the best games, not only uh, for your team that year, but really in all of WCS. It was so exciting, uh, Coach Stidham. Talk a little bit about uh, your game last week. Your kids have been playing well. Uh, You come out with that game uh, with Brentwood. Really, you I don't know if dominate's the right word, but uh, through three quarters, you're leading 17 to three. It's on the road. It's looking like you've got that thing in place. Uh, Brentwood, as they often do, made a run at you in the fourth quarter, end up getting you in overtime. Uh, Trey Hartwell stopped just short. But that one had to sting just a little bit because, really, you had it. Yeah,
2: absolutely. You know, there, there's a lot of plays we'd like to have, have over. Uh, we watched film and showed the kids that it wasn't just that play in overtime. It wasn't a field goal that had any play during the during the week, during that game. Uh, we could have found a way to, to do a little bit more. We might have been able to pull it off. But credit to Brentwood. You know, they're a great team and uh, played really well. I was really proud of our kids, the way we played. We just needed one more play to find a way to get a win and and hopefully we're learning and continue to to
0: build off of it. But it was definitely an emotional game for sure. Hartwell uh had two two different times this year. The Centennial game had a big run uh in the fourth quarter to to give you guys that win. Also a big run uh there against Franklin. Talk about your thought process going for two. I love that. I love that you guys went for it and said, look, we're gonna try to win this game on the road with one play, and you give it to Hartwell, which has worked out a lot of times this year. But talk about that decision-making in terms of going for two there.
2: Well, it started going in. As soon as we got in overtime, we told the kids if we won the toss, we were going to do it. And uh, we would had trouble stopping them in the fourth quarter, and uh, they're they're a really good defense also. And so we were going to have trouble scoring against them, we thought. And so we just thought that getting it to one play gave us the best chance to win. And our kids are excited about it. Well, we went for two and got a pass interference call. So actually we were on the one and a half and uh, you know, we just came up short and uh, if we can't get 18 inches in that situation. We probably don't deserve to win and uh, just challenged our kids and we're going to hopefully continue to get better. And we've had a good week of practice. We, We got a bunch of really good kids here and coaches and, uh, they responded well, and hopefully we'll continue to use this to
0: motivation to get better. Brooks Sapone uh, with a nice game for you, Coach. 14 for 23, 258 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Hartwell, Hudson, Cobb, Steele, Katina, all scoring touchdowns for you. Uh, I know, obviously, you've had uh, Cody's been out, Pagash has been out, uh, but Sapone has really stepped up for you, Coach. Well,
2: Brooks is a winner. Uh, He's a high-character kid, hard worker. Uh, He's one of the best safeties around here. Someone's going to give him a chance to play college football. He doesn't check the boxes of being tall enough or having a great 40, but he's a football player. And so uh, to have him there and stepping in, willing to do whatever to help our football team. And so he's someone that uh, can hopefully cause some people problems
0: because he can run, and he, he threw really well last Friday also. So hoping we can do it again tonight. Coach Coleman, you had a young man last year we kept having that conversation about too. Somebody's got to give him a chance talking about Brady Pierce. He was mm-hmm. much in the same mold for sure. Much, yeah, much like him. Yeah, because I think Brady probably would have been our
1: backup quarterback last year, uh, also. So he's just a, such a good athlete. Uh, just sometimes they don't check all the boxes, and, and you got to, you know, got to talk to these college coaches and tell them, dude, just, just put the film on, just, just watch these kids play. Uh, They play with desire. They play with heart. They play bigger than they are. Some coaches in college listen. Some don't. Uh, You know, we're thankful for the ones that do listen to us uh, and give those kids a shot.
0: Coach, I know we're talking about your team this year, but I know you're pretty excited. I know I am personally a big Kentucky fan. (laughs) Our man, Keaton Wade, is playing some ball now for Kentucky.
1: He's playing, getting better. The defense coordinator last week made a comment about him him, uh, exactly – I almost. Word for word, what our coaching staff always said about him that he's a people pleaser. He wants to do the right thing. And, uh, uh, Coach, finally, Coach White said he just wants you to go play, just just relax and go play. And he's getting playing time on kickoff. He's been coming in on third downs and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, we're really fr- proud of him. Turned into Kentucky fans really fast. Uh, you know, uh, Coach uh, has guys that have a great program. So we're happy for him. Destin's on the sideline, Brady's on the sideline, you know, at home games. Uh, so Really proud of those guys, and we Cooper Cooks there at uh, MTSU playing low little offensive line. So, uh, we're we're very proud of all our alumni.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's exciting, it really is. Coach, the game last week with Ravenwood 35 10, Ravenwood playing without Chris Parson. I think they only threw three passes in that particular game. Uh, yeah. Offense struggled a little bit last week. I think he had 104 yards of total offense, Logan Frazier. Uh, with a big run there late in the game 55 yards for a touchdown Uh, with your team especially how well you had played the previous week against a really 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 good beach team was that a little bit of a disappointment for you that didn't go a little bit better last week yeah
1: i'll have to admit it was uh you know beach is a really good football team we had them 13 of 7 in the fourth quarter Uh, really proud of the way our kids played and and then, uh, you know, we come into the Ravenwood game. I thought it'd be some extra motivation for them, knowing that Chris Parsons wasn't playing. Uh, didn't quite turn out that way. I think Ravenwood had the, you know, they were they were ready to play a whole lot better than we were. You know, they kind of took it to us, ran the ball. Uh, you know, you mentioned three passes. I don't think Coach Hester needed to throw it too much because they ran the ball so well. And, uh, you know, their offensive line did an excellent job of getting a push. Uh, you know, our young guys up front had to learn to get lower and, and use leverage. Uh, we're doing a lot of a lot of learning this year, uh, a lot of film watching, a lot of teaching and practice just to, just to get better. I mean, our kids want to get better, they want to win. Uh, but just sometimes that youth, the youth comes in, that inexperience comes in. I don't want to beat a dead horse saying it all year, but uh, but I don't, you know, a lot of these kids, these are the first football games they played in, starting to play a lot more sophomores. So uh, you know, just trying to get better week to week and uh, make a game out of it tonight.
0: Well, let's face it, that's uh, with a young team like you've had because it really hadn't happened this year, that's bound to happen son. that you have maybe one of those games because they haven't been through those uh, uh, games like your guys who played last year for you. But, you know, you talk about a team like Coach Kreisky's got at Centennial. Uh, Now they're they're sort of uh, reaping what you've gone through right now. They're reaping the benefits of playing those kids earlier. You've done it before. Uh, Not that you're giving up on this season because you're not. Uh, but certainly this this is going to pay off uh, whether it be the end of this year next year or the following year yeah i agree i mean you know play, you know these seniors they're trying hard they're
1: playing hard and you know i hate it for them their senior year but you know uh they've got memories too from 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 years past they've got great memories and they i mean they've had the high school football experience not everybody can go uh 14 and 1 and go to a state championship game so you got to take you know, takes positives out of the season, the camaraderie, the, the, the brotherhood and the family type stuff that, that we've gone through. Uh, you know, there's a lot of positive things that come out of a season like this. It's just not always, you know, coming from a coach that where we want in, and won whatever, it's not all about winning all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. but, uh, but you know, like I said, these kids are playing hard, you know, they don't want to lose. They want to do their best for their, for their family, for their, for their school, for their community. So, uh, you know, we just keep on, just keep on coaching them up, and and we we'll go from week to week, and and you know, see how see what we can do.
0: Let's talk a little region outlook. We've got Franklin and Summit both zero and three. Independence, Centennial, Brentwood, all two and one. Ravenwood sits atop the league, three and zero. Uh, after this week, Independence will finish hosting Ravenwood. Summit will take on Franklin. You know, the way – and I've, I've looked at this a lot of different ways, but honestly, two wins, depending on what wins they are, could still get you in uh, the playoffs. I think three certainly does. So, a, st- a lot to still play for, uh, Coach Stidham, for sure, for your team.
2: Oh, yeah. I think, you know, everybody's still in it because I two could get you in. It also could – you could be out with two with a tiebreaker. So, right. uh, yeah, it, it's a challenge, you know, for sure. There, there's no – every game we've played – we played three road games in this region. Every one of them come down to basically a one-score game.
0: So, uh, we understand what, what we're in for, and we're expecting the same thing tonight. Coach Coleman, uh, you know, for your team, you're looking at 0-3, but you've still got a shot. There's scenarios, if you win tonight, you beat Franklin, that you can still get in the playoffs.
1: Oh, yeah, there's definitely a lot to play for region-wise for us tonight. Uh, yeah, if you get those two wins, maybe get some help along the way. But uh, definitely – Definitely uh, a lot to play for.
0: Let's talk about your offense a little bit. Coach Coleman, last time we talked, uh, we had talked about the play of Austin Harvey. continues to be a good leader for you. Also, Dominic Hollis uh, has played well throughout the year. Talk about some other guys who've been stepping up for you offensively.
1: I, I, I One of them that i like to mention is Ian McCarthy. He's our right guard. He is, he is a sophomore. Uh, man, he's gotten a whole lot better throughout the year. He's going to be a really, really good football player. Uh, just a hard, hard-nosed kid uh, playing really hard for us offensive on the offensive line. Uh, I guess the other one is is our tight end, Prior Browning. You know, he's about six six, wears about a fifteen shoe. He's also a sophomore uh, tight end. You know, uh, he's he's playing hard. He wants to get better. He's hungry. Uh, he's got the body for it. He's still he's still growing. He's just a sophomore, so he's he's going to do a lot of growing. So he's going to be quite a quite a prospect down the road. So. Uh, you know, a lot to look forward to with those two guys. Uh, and it's their work ethic and how they want to be better uh, in the weight room and things like that, and just eating up eating up the football and asking questions and stuff like that. So we're, we're really proud of those two.
0: Coach, and you had mentioned, uh, I think any of us who've coached, been through ups and downs in terms of seasons. Uh, but I'm, I'm guessing with your sophomores, there's definitely an air of excitement. They're getting to play they're getting better and they know there's some games on down the line beyond this year too.
1: Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, it is. I mean, if you're in a public school setting, you know, you're going to have a team that has a senior heavy and then the other team's not going to have much, much, uh much experience. So, I mean, I think that's just the way it goes. We can't, we can't recruit our kids. And you know what, uh, you can't stack the class behind them and you can't trickle in a few sophomores here. Just, we just had a great big senior class last year that, that all played together, and when you're replacing one kid on offense and that kid goes a different position, I mean, it's going to be tough. You're going to have some growing pains, but uh, but along with the growing pains, you've got younger kids that are getting better each week.
0: Coach Stidham, your squad, you've battled some injuries. Cody Pagash, Ty Lockwood missed some time uh, for you this year. Obviously, Trey Hartwell, a guy we talk about a lot. Brooke Sapone, those guys have stepped up. Talk about some other guys on the offensive end who've really been playing well for you.
2: Well, I was excited for Hudson Cobb to score that touchdown last week. Uh, we got several receivers that we're excited about. Daniel Morales, uh, Braden Needham's done a great job for us. Steel Catina played really well last week. We uh, Justice Duarte came in and played tight end with tie out. So, uh, those guys did well and then we feel like our offensive line continues to get better uh jake woodward we moved to center uh last week's we were on our third center of of the year with, with ben miller out so uh first time he'd played there really continues to get better um so we're excited about who we have uh kenny johnson's a tackle uh that continues to improve and uh, we're just excited about the, all those kids and how they continue to get better you know that there's a lot out there that we still have to play for and uh and tonight's a big one hopefully we'll play well tonight
0: you know with, with in your sport uh i think as football coaches you know the next man up was created because of football it's the nature of your sport you guys know that going in right coach coleman that really every play uh is sort of like a train wreck so to speak it can happen in an instant
1: and you preach that to your kids daily i mean you're in practice and they may be behind the huddle, not paying attention. You're like, I mean, that's, I don't know how many times I'll say that today. Uh, you got to be ready to go. You're the next, you're, I mean, you're one play away. And that's 100% true. I mean, that's a physical sport. I mean, you get dinged up and then, heck, you might get dinged up for a couple of plays and uh, you you got to be ready to go. I mean, and like coaches on his third center, I mean, heck, you, and, and as coaches, you kind of scramble sometimes too. You're like, change the guards to center, tackle the center, guards the tackles you know what whatever and uh you know coaches staff has to be uh you know be ready for that kids do too you know uh, a lot of things can happen in a football game a lot of things can happen week to week as far as injuries and even getting
0: banged up a little bit can happen coach Stidham i was talking to one of our other coaches in the in the league uh, earlier today and we were talking about uh, their game tonight and one thing that was mentioned was man we're banged up but so is everybody else right <laughs>
2: <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. I mean, we all are. That's, and, but that's why you play JV football games. Get kids ready. It's different. Uh, but, you know, like Coach says, they've got to be ready to go and understand uh, that it doesn't take much for all of a sudden you're in the game. And so we've had kids and we've had to, you know, it's like putting a puzzle piece together. And, uh, and, and we have our, I'll, a lot of times we'll pull kids out and practice and practice those situations. And uh, you kind of go over worst case scenarios because it happens a lot. And uh, so you have to have those next kids ready to go and just throw them in there and see what's going to happen.
0: Coach Coleman, let's talk about your defense a little bit. Played well at times. To me, that beach game really stands out. That's a team that really runs the ball well. Uh, they've got a nice team offensively and defensively there at beach. But that one to me really stood out how well you played.
1: Yeah. Uh, led by Finley Jameson, you know, Finley's been a, I mean, he's been our middle linebacker for a few years now, just undersized young man that that just plays with his heart, you know. Uh I think probably leading tackle in the state championship game last year. Uh so I mean he's he's had the experience, he's had the leadership playing playing at a high level at middle linebacker for sure.
0: Talk about Finley's leadership on defense because obviously he went through it last year. He was one of your main guys. You talked about he led the team in tackles last year. Now he's got to be a little bit more of a vocal leader. And it's a different kind of scenario. He's playing alongside some young guys that he's trying to bring along. Yeah. And he and
1: every kid's different. I mean, everybody's personality is different. His is a uh by doing, I guess, more than than a raw, raw cheerleader type guy. He's a he's a follow me. You know, I'm gonna give my best. So I expect you all to too. Uh so uh, and every kid's different, every leader's different. You've had quiet leaders, you've had, you know, leaders that'll that'll get in your face. Uh, and he's just not that type of kid, but but he's uh but the other kids see him play hard and and they respond.
0: Coach Stidham, defensively, I took a look in your wins, you've given up 17 points or less. Uh, the losses have been a little bit more high scoring games. Is that really based on opponent, or do you feel like your team, in order to be successful, needs to keep the score a little bit lower?
2: Uh, probably so. You know, we probably do need to keep it down with the, some of the injuries we have. That You know, it's hard. Defensively, I feel like it's easier to plug kids in and play. But offensively, the consistency and continuity that has to work together as a unit is really important. But, uh, you know, we, we have played well uh, defensively at times.
0: And uh, we need to play well tonight, for sure. Coach Cullen, let's talk a little special teams. It seems like in these rivalry games especially, something breaks on special teams. And I'm not talking just field goals. I'm talking coverage and those types of things. Special teams seem to really play a part in these games. It's huge.
1: I mean, the percentage of winning a football game go way down if you get a punt block. I mean, it's it's big. And and then you can move on to extra points. You know, hopefully it's going to be a tight game tonight. Uh, so you know, it may come down to an extra point or two. We've we've experienced that a lot last year. Uh, you know, and then you miss an extra point early, then you start chasing points, and it snowballs on you. And then as a coach, you got to decide: well, what do we go for two the next time, or you know, how to how does that scenario play out? So you know, special teams are very very important. I mean, where where does the de- where does our defense start on it? If we kick off, how good of a kickoff return do they get? Are they at the fifty? You put our, your defense in a bind, or or are you fortunate enough to kick in the end zone and start you know on the twenty? So uh, you know, special teams is huge. It's a, it's huge for everybody. Uh, kickers are important. Travis Arrington is our extra point kicker and field goal kicker. He's done good on extra points this year. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be a tight game.
0: It's a rivalry game. So uh, you know, points are going to be critical. Coach Stedham, I'm just wondering if if what's your perspective is. I know when I came into this district, one of the things that stood out to me is the high-level kickers that we have in this league. It's almost got a college feel to it when you're talking about uh, the, the the types of field goals that our coaches will try in terms of distance.
2: Oh, absolutely. It stands out to you. Uh, they they can kick it. They can punt it. Uh, the snappers are good. And so, yeah, that skill stands out for sure. Uh, there was a great one at, at Independence last year, you know, and so uh, there's been a long tradition of them. And now we're playing a young sophomore, Landrick Majewski, that uh, continues to get better and made some big field goals for us in in both of
0: our region wins. Let's talk a little bit more specifically about tonight's game. Coach Coleman, offensively, again, you talked about your struggles uh, last week. What are some things your team needs to do tonight to step it up and take this game?
1: I think we definitely need to run the ball to set up the pass. Uh, We've We've gotten into into chasing situations in the last couple of games, especially the Ravenwood game, where we have to pass more than we like. Uh, you know, we we'd like to be a run the ball first football team, and then that'll set up your bootlegs and play action and stuff like that. So, running the football is going to be uh, critical. We need to get Dominic Hollis going. We need to get him some holes uh, so he can run through, you know, and then manage that clock also. And also, always turnovers, protect the football. I mean, that's a, a number one for sure. Coach Tudum, what about your team offensively? Oh, we've,
2: we've got to be able to run the football. It starts with that when you have Trey Hartwell. And uh, so we've got to be able to block a really good defensive line and linebackers and give him a chance. You know, he's – because of the way we've been playing, you know, struggling some with our offensive line early in the season, he's had to make some great runs to get back to the line of scrimmage. So we got to give him a crease and give him a chance. But also, you know, if they load up the box and put a lot of people to stop the run, we got to be able to throw it and being balanced last week helped us move the ball a lot and and we're gonna to have to be able to do that tonight also.
0: Defensively tonight, what are some of your biggest concerns uh for you defensively, Coach Coleman? Oh, it's it's just top trade. I mean,
1: he's he's a great running back. He's a load to bring down. Uh and almost every one of their games, he's he's broke a long run, a 50, fifty-sixty long run, uh Centennial, uh Brentwood. I mean, he's he's always breaking a long run. You've got to limit limit his, I guess large runs to zero, uh, you know, make them three yards at a time, four yards at a time, and 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 just limit the big plays. So, uh, you know, our defensive line has to be low and, and not get pushed off the ball and, uh, you know, uh, limit the big plays. What are some keys for you guys tonight, Coach Stedham?
2: Well, it's the same. You can't give up big plays, but uh, they do. You know, uh, their quarterback's an outstanding football player, and he can throw it in and run it, and that's a great equalizer in football. Because you drop back to pass, and and then he'll take off, and then you bring people up, and and then he throws it over the top of you. So uh, it's got to start every time. You got to stop the run, and uh, we got to try to not give up the big big play, and keep making them snap it again. And uh, like Coach said, turnover is going to be huge tonight. It's huge in every game, but it's kind of compounded in a big rivalry game like tonight.
0: You know, with you guys, uh, and and y'all have both done a good job of this. I've watched you during your careers. Obviously, Coach Coleman, I've been here, and Coach Stidham, I've done some research on you. You've switched up how you've played offensively based on your personnel, but you guys talk about running the ball tonight. I guarantee you, looking at your past, you both like the fact that it's going to be a run-the-ball kind of game.
1: Yeah, we've always liked to sloppy up the game, uh, you know, always want to run the football first. I mean, that's just the way we built this program and and uh, you know, and I think it what that's what works uh late in the season when it gets cold and when it gets sloppy. That's what our that's what our philosophy's always been. I mean air rate is good and you can you can you can break big plays, but it gets cold outside and it starts raining, that, that football gets rock hard. And, you know, things change later on in the year. Coach Stedham well
2: you know, you don't ever, every year you don't have a Trey Hartwell. I mean, they don't, I wish they did, but uh, we got to give him the ball. He gives us the best chance. And, and, uh, we're, our offensive line, like we said, you know, Jeremy Blackburn playing that left tackle is a senior that's playing his first year, uh, starting his first year on the offensive line. Him with the other guys, they continue to get better. And, uh, I think mean, every offensive lineman, if you ask them, would rather run block than pass block. <laughs> so, uh, we let them start with that and uh, hopefully we
0: can do it tonight. Well, gentlemen, I appreciate you being here today. We're looking forward to the border battle tonight, Independence and Summit High School. Thanks for being here. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Thank you for joining us for the coaches' Show. We'll see you next time.